Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Gail Bliss, and I would like to introduce Benji Ramirez Gomez, running for Alder from District 2. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder. Yeah, thank you, Gail. Um, after a very dedicated and um, long summer following the George Floyd um, uprising, um, I was empowered by my community to start participating in the Common Council, um, to start in engaging with this, the city politics here, um, because historically we have not really been able to to access that sphere. Um, and so through the protest community, I was able to really start to, to engage and, and become aware of a lot of the things that are happening here at the city level. Um, I am a community organizer. I um, was very dedicated in, in working safety at the protests over the summer. Um, and I am a lifelong Madisonian. Um, I've seen the East Washington corridor change in the, drastically in the past four years um, alone. So through all, all of this, I'm running because I, I think that now is a very important and critical moment in our in our city's history to start centering BIPOC voices and experiences, especially as we start to see the the fallout of the, the pandemic, the economic fallout of the pandemic start to alienate and continue to drive home the schism and disparities between white and BIPOC communities. Thank you, Benji. What issue or issues have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district and how would you approach tackling them? Yeah, that is a hard answer to hard question to answer in two minutes, but I'll do my best. Um, so far, I've identified defunding the police and affordable housing as one of the primary um, issues contending with District 2 constituencies. Um, I think that, especially given some of the the neighborhoods and houses closer to downtown, um, some of the, the backlash of the chemical weapons that MPD used in record amount um, started to filter into houses and people for the first time were really, really had to contend with what it means to, to use chemical weapons and tear gas on citizens at home. Um, and as, especially as we start to see moratoriums on eviction start to expire um, and potentially be renewed, I think that we are looking at housing um, here in Madison under a new lens. Um, I'm I'm all for advocating and, and a big proponent of the of guaranteed housing um, and moving forward to delineate this idea of housing for profit as opposed to housing as a human right. Um, and that's really at the heart of my campaign um, and bringing and centering BIPOC experience throughout the whole thing. Thank you. Question two. There will be an advisory referendum on the ballot in April about the number of modifications to the city council, including changing the number of members, making it full time, and changing the term of office. 
Which of these ideas being advanced do you embrace? Why or why not? Well, I really, I really don't embrace the idea of consolidating the council to 10 full-time seats. I think that would make the seats highly competitive um, and very inaccessible to people from working class backgrounds and people who just are not able to raise ridiculous amounts of money for the purpose of running. I think that even with um, a full-time position, the larger districts would be very difficult for one person to represent entirely. Um, I So it, because of all of that, I'm not really a proponent of any of those modifications, not for the term limits, not for the the full-time positions or for the consolidation down to 10 seats. Um, Thank you. Question three. Homelessness, evictions, and lack of affordable housing are vexing problems for Madison that seem to have been exacerbated in the time of COVID-19. What ideas would you advance or support to help solve these problems? Yeah, um, as a an organizer, um, I'm reaching out to the Chicago DSA, um, and I'm also a member of the DSA, to help under like understand and be able to push my own campaign here in Wisconsin for the right to rent control. It was outlawed in 2011. Um, and so beyond that, that is one mechanism that we as working class people have against developers and against big landlords um, to be able to, again, say like, no, this is, this is who we are. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, pushing for housing guarantee, pushing for co cooperative ownership of our housing um, and to really be able to, expand um, coordinated entry with some of the funds that we are able to reallocate from the police um, to be able to to actually allow people to enter the system coordinated entry as it stands is a misnomer people don't enter the system this people are the priority list is this long and we stay very very backlogged through the whole process um, so those are two things that i've identified as ways to to really advocate for our people here Question four, with the selection of a new police chief and the creation of a community oversight board, there is a lot of attention focused on policing and criminal justice, both from the perspective of racial equity in law enforcement and the concerns of many citizens that, in fact, crime, especially car thefts and home burglaries, is increasing and that the police response is inadequate. How would you deal with these concerns? Well, I think that the the idea that police keep us safe from burglaries and car thefts is very fundamentally skewed. People don't jump and rob cars or commit crimes for the fun of it. They commit them because they are put in a very desperate situation. These are survival crimes that are only emblematic of the economic disparities that are present in our city. Our city has the highest incarceral rate for black folks or at least our county, anywhere in the nation. This is abysmal and needs to be reconciled with. More police is not going to keep, is not going to put mouth, food, oh, sorry, food in people's mouths. It's not going to put a roof over people's heads. So when we start to look at the root causes of crime, we, we need to start addressing it with more education, more food, more 
um, housing initiatives to really be able to take care of people and not push people to that brink of desperation where they are choosing and re having to resort to violence. It's a last resort, but it's still something that people in our city are having to do just to get by. Um, so that that's my answer. Thank you. Question five. Madison businesses of all kinds have been severely stressed during this past year. What, if anything, would you propose to support business revitalization? Yeah, the question of business is one that's, that's rather difficult um, because when we look at the status of our nation is that people just don't have money. People just are, are cost burdened. Um, I think 30% of uh, Madisonians right now are cost burdened with uh, uh, folks paying more than 50% of their their income towards rent. Um, so how are people going to come in and spend money in businesses if they don't have money to begin with? Um, I am looking right now at a cooperative model for economics as well to be able to say that, well, if businesses are struggling, then they need to, to start being able to turn to one another and say, how can we take ownership of our city here and our livelihoods in a way that that does sustain us and is able to, to redistribute when one of us is struggling? Um, but as it, as it stands, I don't have the the detailed solution, but I'm I'm reaching out to members of the community and I'm, I'm connecting and, and trying to figure out where the gaps are in our in our city. Thank you. Question six, what measures should Madison take to increase our city's environmental sustainability? Yeah, I was just reading that um, all of our municipal buildings have um, solar energy um, panels on their roofs, which I think is really fascinating. Um, and that our initiative is to be carbon neutral by, by 2030. I think that those are very, very important things. Um, one of the most prominent things that the city could be doing right now um, is expanding public transit. I know that the rapid transit program has been a point of contention or at least discussion in our city, and I'm all for the expansion of public transit. I think when people when people complain of traffic on the Beltline, they don't they don't sit with the fact that they are they are traffic. They are the people who are, are walking and um, making making this traffic. Um, not to mention the carbon emissions that come alongside it. So if we are able to, to really prioritize not only east to west lines of, of transit, but north to south and actually start to connect people from their homes to their workplace, as opposed to prioritizing UW and Epic, um, we will be able to drastically, drastically see a decline in our carbon emissions. Question seven, on what committee or committees would you like to serve and why? First and foremost, I'd really want to serve on the plan commission, seeing as my campaign is uh, run on the idea of affordable housing, being able to oversee some of the future developments and housing projects that are going to be springing up in Madison are super important um, to be able to say that they are sanctioning a certain amount of housing for affordable housing and to be able to say that a 
a rent a monthly rent of fourteen hundred is is unsustainable for most Madisonians. Um, and to be able to advocate for our people in that way. Similarly, I'd be interested in serving on Sustainable Madison to be able to say that, um, to be able to push the idea of environmental justice within our own city. Um, when we talk about environmentalism, if there isn't a, a focus on class or race um, as it, the climate crisis evolves, then we are we are not actually doing the work of, of changing or stopping the climate crisis um, because BIPOC people and people from, from low-income families are the ones suffering the, the brunt of it. Um, another one I would really be interested in serving is either the, the, the um, committee that is working towards the body cam uh, feasibility or police and fire commission, again, because it, it, as my campaign pertains to, to the police and, and building this alternative to the police, um, I'd be interested in, in learning more about how MPD operates and being able to, to hold them accountable to some of the, the harms that they've committed. Um, to this day, Matt Kenny still serves on MPD's force, and he has not been held accountable for the murder of Tony Robinson. And that is something that the city needs to contend with that needs to be brought to the attention of all of our citizens because this man cannot be serving on the police force um, knowing that he has killed a 19-year-old boy. Thank you. In conclusion, what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say some of the things, same things that I said uh, in my debate against Patrick Heck. Um, if you have a Black Lives Matter sign in your yard, if you care about the the progressive ideals of that Madison holds dear, then this is an opportunity for everyone to live by those values. Um, I am a young Chicane running for office to bring power to my people, to bring this representation, to be able to radically transform our city so that we do not continue to fail and neglect the BIPOC community here in Madison. I'm running because I, I find it disgusting that Dane County has the highest incarceral rate for black folks. And I'm interested in finding the solutions. I'm interested in really fundamentally changing the way that we ourselves connect to public safety, to the way that we connect to each other as a community. Um, and so, if you don't know where to start, this is a very good point to start. Vote on April 6th, vote vote here, vote locally, get engaged, but not the work isn't just electoral. If you are looking for a place to, to get on and to, to engage with the movement, um, please reach out, please connect with me. I am more than willing to point you in the right direction so that we can start to change our community today for the better of everybody. I want to thank Benji Ramirez Gomez for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.